I'm out here looking real slim right now, G. Damn, I got my life together. <laughs> like a skinny bitch. <laughs> Yo, welcome to Beers and Bars. Your place for rapid fire, hip hop discussion, and of course, great beer. I am Kamal Kiddo. OT the Golden Child. Thank y'all for checking out our last episode. Uh, big shout out to the homies at uh, Funky Town. Yeah, man. Greg, Zach, Rich. Yeah, man. Fun dudes. Uh, they just recanned, or they, yeah, they just uh, read up on their hip hops and arm brew joint. I need to uh, uh, check in, man. Yeah, so I believe, yeah, make sure you go ahead. You can go head over to Pilot Project. I believe, check with them first, because I believe it's out. But true, true. to those who are watching or listening, yeah, check for them. Uh, maybe by the time this comes out, they'll have more stuff. But I believe they are ringing up on the their American Pale Ale. Um, yeah, man, your first time listening. Uh, we do hip hop and beer. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Uh, if you're watching, hit that subscribe button on YouTube. True, uh, true. Yeah, wherever you're checking in, watching us right now, um, continue to do so. <laughs> uh, come yeah, on, what man. we got today, man? What we doing? We got a few things we're talking about today. We got um, Silk Sonic, the uh, the long-awaited album from Bruno Mars and uh, Anderson Pack. Yeah, uh, guest hosted by Bootsy Collins. Well, all right now. (laughs) Right. Silk Sonic has finally dropped the album since the the single has been loose now for a year. For a year. They they performed at the Grammys and that's at the beginning of the year. So it was out before that. But um, what else are we talking about? Harder They Fall. The Harder They Fall. the James Samuel directed, Jay Z produced, and there's another guy that produced it, but I, I don't even know who, who it was. <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, The Harder They Fall on Netflix, we're talking about the movie as well as the soundtrack. Yeah. Um, we're also going to talk about, I'm sure you've seen it now by now. By the time this plays, everyone will know that Ye and Drake have ended their beef. They were seen at uh, in Calabasas at Drake's house um, after, I guess, uh, Dave Chappelle did a set at the house and they have ended their beef. They were talking a beautiful thing. Look at look at look at hip hop. Um, and then we're going to end it out on a actually on a on a on a on a heavy note, but on a thoughtful note, I think, because I have some things to say about it. Yeah. But um, Young Dolph passed today. Uh, and he didn't pass. He was killed. He was murdered, which is, which is another level of, you know, we'll get into that when we get into it. But um, rest, in, rest in heaven, Young Dolph. Um, yeah, what are we drinking today? Yeah, man. Uh, like I said before the show started, it was it's crazy because I was going to call this show as well. When I when we released on the podcast, I was going to call it as advertised because yeah. initially we were only going to be doing the harder they fall and then the uh silk sonic joint. Um, in which you'll see why you know I, I, I was going to call it that, but this beer as well, the beer that I'm drinking today, 
I saw it a while ago. It dropped from Revolution. Uh, this is Mega Hero 2, uh, an Imperial IPA, hazy IPA from Revolution coming in at 9%. Uh, Mega Hero 2, which alludes to the fact that there is a Mega Hero 1, which I believe I've had, and it was good. And I was really looking forward to this when I saw this drop. So uh, my brother right here from Another Mother went and picked up our allocation also of the most recent Deepwood uh, release. Yes. Um, so which I'm having, which yeah, I'm having today. While he was there, you know, he got me a, you know, we got a four pack of this joint. So I'm happy, man. Uh, this joint is as advertised. It is very, very, very good, man. Very good hazy, and I haven't had a hazy on the show I think since I had the uh, uh, what's the one I was on for a while now. I was always talking about the brewery. People out there watching, I'm so sorry. I grabbed this cup directly from my cupboard. And yes, this glass is a little dirty. As you can see, the bubbles in the cup. I'm so sorry to you critics out there. I yes. couldn't even, I couldn't tell. It's I don't okay. Think yeah. Anybody could tell, man. I just had to be 100 just in case somebody called it out. Yeah, I grabbed it from up there, but it's mine, right? I mean, nobody else is drinking out of it. Right. And I did, usually I'll wash it out, uh, but it was washed, you know, but I went to, you get that. Yeah. I feel, um, I feel Anyhow. There's a hop in here that I'm very familiar with, man, that I really like. Damn, come on. I forgot what the name of it was. But it's very tropical, very juicy, very pineapple-y. Uh, uh, is it the Sabro? Yes. Sabro. Sabro. Sabro is one of my favorite hops, man, um, because it's so just robust from the standpoint of the tropical notes and all that kind of stuff. As soon as you drink this, if you're familiar with Sabro, you'll, I'm sorry, as soon as you smell it, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. On the nose and whatnot. You'll be like, if you're yeah. familiar with Sabro, you'll be like, oh, this must have Sabro. But it's a six hop. It's a six hop variation joint. It's Talus, it's Sabro. I'm not sure what the other four are, but. You're good. Tropical, just hazy fucking juice bomb. Yes. Hey, man. Shout out uh, Nikki, man, because she is is uh, Black and Brew Chicago. You know, she teaches these things that you're talking about. So, mm -hmm. man, that's dope. <laughs> yeah. I gotta get on your level, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll be like, mm, this beer is good. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, but I'm having um Death by Raspberries. Uh, this is another one from Revolution. This is a current one in their Deep Wood series. Um, I think it's released now, correct? Or is it releasing this week or did it release last week? Yeah, it no, it's out. Yeah. So they the I forgot the initial three, but this is a part of, you know, do it throughout the winter, they do I, it's a lot of different variations. They have the whatever the most recent ones are have a drop. You have one of them. Yeah, this Wait, no, one, no, no. Um Blackberry Finn, and then I want to say the vanilla death. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Look at that. That may have come out already though, because I think I I had that for you. I don't know though. You know what? You might be right. You might be right. Uh, maybe the strawberry jacket is the is the newer one. Mm-hmm. But I know for sure Vanilla Death, because I had that joint the other day. I know that that's within them. Wow. The one that you just said, what is it called? Blackberry? Blackberry Finn. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's one of the newer ones, for sure. Yes. Um, but um, this is an imperial stout aged with raspberries. Um, very strong on the nose as far as the raspberry the, the raspberries come through right away um this is actually i thought this was higher in abv but this is high enough this is 11 <laughs> this is 11 percent abv um okay yeah man 
that's rich. This is actually not as um, I actually thought this was gonna be a barley wine, but it's not a barley wine. This is actually is heavy, but it's kind of is heavy because it's a stout. Yeah, but it's kind of light. It is 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 it almost tastes like a um. It's crushable in the sense that it's it's not heavy, like it's not thick. It's, it's not, not death. Thick. It's not death's tar, right? Yes. <laughs> you know. Yes. Fifteen not, point whatever. Yeah. It's death by raspberries, but yeah, it's not thick like that. It's yeah. still kind of light. Well, the thing about it, when you say eleven, I mean, so we're talking right now again, Deepwood series, all the barrel age joints that Rev does every year, along Ooh. with the barley wine. Yeah, yeah man, all, all the stouts and barley wines. It's it's still. Uh, let me slow down. Let me. Let well, kind of chill with that. And to kind of piggyback, yeah. So the most recent one uh, is actually yeah, Blackberry Finn. I'm on my phone right here, right? Uh, Blackberry Finn, Vanilla Death, and Straight Jacket. Let's see, the Straight Jacket Barley Wine Ale. Yeah. Oh, true. That's the okay. most three joint. Yeah. So yeah, man. So this is not a current one, but it's still good though. <laughs> well, look. So. And I gotta slow down, man. I've had I've had too many of them recently, so I'm trying to present because I really hate when people like you. It'd be like February, and you still <laughs> on the right, show drinking. Pull it out, like so. This year, I'm slowing down. I'm not gonna crush my whole deep wood, my whole deep wood uh, allocation. How many? And I'd be having a, quite a few. I'm not drinking them within a month this time. No, I'm gonna preserve these bad boys. So yeah. All right, let's do it, Kamal. You ready? First up, Silk Sonic, Anderson Pack, and mm. Bruno Mars, hosted yeah. by Bootsy Collins. So a little context, man. Let's talk about this. So I actually did a little reading on this joint, uh, how this joint came about, genesis of it. Uh, oh. 2017, uh, Bruno Mars was on his 24K Magic Tour. Uh, Anderson Pack joined him on the European leg of that tour. Uh, this is 2017. Uh, so through meeting through that situation, um, they decided to do a project together. Um, so they actually started recording this, the first of this in like 2017. All right. That's crazy though. Cause that's at this point, four years ago. Um, so mostly 2017, but then also a good majority of it, 2020 was recorded as well. Uh, Brennan, uh, Anderson Park was credited saying that without the pandemic happening, he doesn't think the album possibly would have happened this soon. I can see um, that. Because they both would have been on tour doing this. But as we know, we've talked many times on the show about how the pandemic, of course, is a terrible situation. But there are many things that have come out of the pandemic. Right. People have refocused and, you know, got into certain passions and focused on, you know, when you sit down for a long time, you have, you know, time to do certain things Um, with leaving with Lee, uh, leave the door open that came out. Right. Um, You know, whatever. That that was around Grammy time. Right. Grammy time was when leave the door. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can keep this very short, all right? Um, I thought that Bruno Mars and Anderson Pac were too good individually to fumble, right? Um, from Leave the Door Open, the video and the subsequent singles, uh, Skate, and everything they were doing with the um, performances and all that, you can tell that this joint was going to be definitely a thematic conceptual album sonically you you can tell that they were going to be really trying to go for a 60s 70s soul and funk hosted um, by Lucy collins I mean. hosted right now sometimes people have that intent they they try to aim for something sonically 
you know, we we're on the show talking b- before, you know, about how like, oh, you know, the 90s and 2000s rappers was like, you know, I'm gonna make this, cl- this song is for the clubs. Yeah. This song is, sometimes that falls flat when people were like really try to, you know. Yeah. But to keep a long story short, they nailed it to me. I agree. Sonically, it sounds good. Yeah. The production sounds good. The lyrics yeah. are good. Yeah. They are great singers. Yeah. Everything on this album to me hits for what it was intended to do, which is crazy because sometimes that doesn't happen. They went for a sound yeah. and they got it. My yeah. only knock is that I do like that it's short because, you know, it's quick in and out. But yeah. they could have gave me three more, G, and I would have been fine. I agree. I agree. They could have gave me three more. Um, smoking out the window. Look, I've been saying all week, this bitch, and that's all I say. <laughs> I don't need this. To, that's it. Um, what else on this joint, man? Um, <laughs> make you smile. I think is that the is put that on the joint? a smile. Put on uh, a smile. Yes. Uh, with help from Babyface on that joint. Yes. Look, I don't have to talk. Look, the, the, the album is pretty good. It, it's a good album. They nailed it. Everything that they went for, they nailed it. Shout out they to did. them, brothers. Um, that's all I got, man. Yeah, they nailed it, man. It is definitely as advertised. Um, they came in and, you know, it does sound like uh, everything sound like leave the door open. You know what I'm saying? As far as like that sonic, smooth, soul, silky sonic sound. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my joints would have to be. Uh, I like Fly as Me. I like After Last Night, especially. I really like that joint. Smoking Out mm-hmm. the Window. Man, I could name every song off here. I like Blast Off. Um, I agree that they could have gave me another three songs, and mm-hmm. this might have been on my top albums of the year. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. this is definitely something that you could throw on at the barbecue and just let it ride. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? This should have came out in the summer. They would have did numbers. They would have did numbers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But um, I could throw this on with the family. However, you know, Anderson Pat get does get aggressive. <laughs> you know what I'm he saying? Does. But I love him for it because, you know, I'm still a fan of No Worries. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? With knowledge. Um you know, they dropped Skate after having so much success with Leave the Door Open. Mm-hmm. When Skate dropped, I didn't think that it was, like, I thought it was cool. It was okay, but it wasn't a jam like Leave the Door Open. And what's crazy is that I think about uh, Swimming Pools by Kendrick Lamar. I was going to, you smart. I was going to make that because. Go. Skate sounds much better amongst these songs. Yes. And I and I think it sounds good. But by yes. itself as a single, I'm like, man, eh, it's all right. But amongst these songs, I'm like, yeah. Gotta wait. Gotta wait. I like that joint. Swimming yes. pools, I always thought this song all right. But in the context of Good Kid Mad City, mm-hmm. I like this song. You know what yes. I'm saying? This makes sense to me. This it does. In this, in this scope of this song, you know what I'm saying? But that's what I would liken it to. But other than that, um, I think it's a good album, man. I think it is as advertised, like you said. This sounds is sonically silky. It sounds good. It's a fun ride. Uh-huh. It's a fun ride, too. It's a good yeah. listen. But yeah, man. 
Silk Sonic. Silk Sonic, man. Y'all let us know what y'all what y'all think about that joint. Uh move on to something else that was very heavily. Um, I think I saw my first trailer for uh oh, yeah. the holiday fall on Facebook, I think. And I'm like, oh my God, you know, the star power, right? Like Keith Stanfield. Star power. Um, Idris Elba, man. I Idris, man, look, Idris, he gotta stay away from my wife. You know, people the women love Idris, right? Don't don't ever come around my wife. Um uh Regina King. My God, Regina King, what's going on? You know, like killed I, it. Yeah, she, she's a killed dude. it. Um, Shorty from Atlanta. Sorry, I don't know everybody's names. I'm so sorry. Zazzy Beats. Yes. Uh my man's uh Delroy Lindo, right? Is that that his name? Delroy Lindo, yes. That's my homie. But um OG. Yeah, man. Uh and then we're gonna talk about the soundtrack as well. But come on, you lead off here. Go ahead, man. So as a filmmaker and as a film buff, um, and as a fan of Tarantino, I'm going to just start it right there. Now, first of all, I'm going to say this. I think the movie was good. I think it was well shot. I think it was beautiful. I think it looked really good. Um, I think the story was good. I thought Mm -hmm. the story was good. I thought the humor in it was good. Um, I'm Let's pause. Okay, hold on. Are we gonna do spoiler free or people who had? No, seen I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm not gonna spoil nothing. I'm not gonna okay. spoil anything. Okay. Okay. Um, but I. But as far as that's concerned, I think that that made for a very good story. Like the twist at the end was like, "Yo, I, okay." It was a good Beautiful. story. It was a Beautiful. good story. Um. I think it looked a lot. I think uh, the director, uh, James Samuel, is obviously very, very obviously heavily influenced from Quentin Tarantino. Um, There were many, many um, Tarantino-esque shots, Mm -hmm. editing choices. the far away bring in zoom yeah a lot a lot a lot a lot Mm -hmm. but um you know i think uh you know watching it on my television kind of did it a disservice i'm a type of guy that likes to go to the show you know what i'm saying uh and i definitely would have wanted to see this at the show at the movies um i think that regina king killed her role She was in an interview with Jimmy Kimmel and was saying that the Apple thing was one take. That was one Apple. She just had practiced that. That was not in the script. She had practiced it. If you don't know what I'm talking about, when you see it, you'll know what I'm talking about. She peeled the Apple with a knife. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's one Apple, one take. She just did that joint. Um. And she didn't, obviously, all these people, that was a concern of mine. Mm -hmm. All these people really existed, but the story is fictional. I was confused before I saw the movie. Like, well, what what is this movie then? Like, what? what? They just make it up some stuff? But I had forgot all about that once I started watching it. Because it was a good ride. Um, And shout out again, Regina King, because... Her vocal inflection was a choice she made. That wasn't, there were no videos or, or, you know, they don't, 
these actors had nothing but pictures maybe to go off of as far as what these people look like but mm-hmm. we don't know what they sounded like she you went know with the saying? bayou creole kind of new orleans twang a little yeah. bit dialect but she, yeah, she, sure. she chose that vocal she chose that voice mm-hmm. and I thought that was so cool. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, gee, she's really acting in this joint. She's killing this role. Like she's making a, a, she made that a choice. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Um, But yeah, man, shout out my man that played Nat Love because he's getting a lot of shine. I just, I I remember first seeing him in The Five Bloods. Mm -hmm. Um, So to see him like flourishing like this. Majors, yeah, Jonathan, Jonathan Majors. Majors. Yeah, Jonathan Majors. So to see him flourishing is kind of cool. Um, yeah, man, I thought it was a, I thought it was a good film. I thought it was a, a fun ride. Um, I think the storyline was good. I have not heard one person say it was trash. Yeah, but that may be my bubble. You know what I'm saying? No, it's not. I, I haven't but, seen one person. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen anybody, uh, you know, really come down on it. Um, I thought it was a solid movie. I thought it was a good movie. It was a quality movie. You're invested in these characters. You know what I'm saying? They did good with that. It was a good movie. It was a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm I'm pretty sure some white uh, right right wing media person has come down on the movie just to be a contrarian, but that's whatever. Um, anybody who doesn't like this movie, I think, is a lame um, and trying to be a contrarian. Uh, it's not much not to like about this man, even from the standpoint of we and we can talk a bit about the soundtrack, the songs that were picked throughout yeah. as certain scenes cut in, cut out. Yeah, it was it's, it was very new and very fresh. It was uh, Tarantino esque, you know. Um, but like in a different, you know, like era, it was, yeah, it was, you know what I mean? Like, cause they were Django vibes. It's Django vibes. But, but, but I, I, you know, it's funny that I saw, I saw a meme that says something like, uh, Tarantino is, you know, uh, probably screaming at the screen like how can this movie not say the word nigga you know yeah, what I'm that's saying? funny that's funny though but it's pretty that's funny so though funny. that's yeah. so funny that's so funny Man, but yeah. it was good though it was good. yeah it, but it's very heavily influenced by tarantino without a doubt without oh a yeah doubt. absolutely yeah Anybody who doesn't know that just doesn't know film. But um, yeah, yeah, man, I think it was a very good. Movie. I'm gonna watch it again. I think I want to watch it. I think I want my kids to watch it. It's they watch some stuff that's crazy. This was very, you know, very violent and whatnot. But just from the standpoint of black excellence yeah. and the fact that it was a western, because I grew up, you know, I grew up uh, good, the bad, the ugly, yeah. um, all those hang them high. I grew up watching Clint Eastwood film, films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, I love. Um, uh, Val Kilmer's performance is Doc Holliday and Tombstone, you know. So I, I to see this this way was like, you know, like damn, geez. Like to me, it was a very good western, you yeah, know. Like my parents grew up, you know, on that. Well, I grew up with my parents on that stuff. So um, soundtrack was very good as well, man. Uh, very cinematically matching to me. 
very you know, cinematically matching. I would, I was that's that's a good term to use. Yeah, uh, but soundtracks usually match, but this matched very well, man. Jay and Cuddy did their thing. Yeah. Like, as I said to, in our in our text today, uh, Lauren Hill. This is our best verse since Lauren Hill was. This her, she was rapping. That's she's, one of her best verses that she's dropped in a long time. Like her Nas, you know, people went crazy over her Nas verse. It was just geek. Yeah. I was like, it was okay. It was she did okay. Right. It was all right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even her Queen and Slim, I think she had a, a song on Queen and Slim. I can't remember if she even rapped on that, though. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? On that soundtrack. Yeah. But she was spitting on this one, and she had a lot of stuff to get off her chest, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She had a lot to get off her chest. I, I liken it, man, to it. Like I said in the text, man, I, I liken it to a fighter that kind of is getting their feet back under him, you know, because she's been... I mean, when did um when did her album drop? Ninety six, right? Man, yeah, ninety eight, something like that. Between those, and she's something really like not that. not. I don't know how much she's writing. Who knows how much she's writing? You know, she's continuously performing her songs over other music because she can't do we the got songs that over and unplugged. We yeah, got unplugged. You know, so I think she's getting her. She's a fighter who's been out of the ring for twenty years. You know, not like three or four. You know, so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I like the soundtrack though. It's, it was pretty, you know, it's now I'm gonna say know. this though, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, the, like the album definitely has a sound. Um, I didn't realize that the Jay-Z, Conway, and Jadakus song was on was for this project. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that song was a little lackluster, you know. Definitely was lackluster for the names, but you know what I'm saying? Know. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, in the context of the movie, it makes sense of what for what they yeah. do. You know what I'm saying? Think, yeah, yeah. And especially as far as like, like, I wonder who did the music. Like, did I feel like one producer is doing all of the music because it all kind of sounded the same. Yeah. And um and I tried to look it up before we did the show, but I couldn't find nothing on like, you know, who did the music. But um, um, the that song in particular, I think it could have been better if there was like at least like a different beat. You know what I'm saying? And that would probably would inspire them to do something different. But yeah. I get it in the context like this is a Western. This is like a modern day Western. Yeah. So the music itself, like regardless of what they talking about, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like Jay-Z even has some crack bars in there. I, I got more. Ain't nobody. Nobody's uh, uh, crack sheet is longer than mine or something like that. Like yeah. I'm close, I, I can add up to Meech. You know what I'm saying? It's like. Okay, this this is like all right. I feel you, Jay, but this is you rapping over this Western style uh, soundtrack. You mm-hmm. know, what I'm saying music, but I thought that song was a little lackluster. But in the scope of it being a soundtrack, I thought it was cool. Yeah, I thought the the project as a whole fit what the movie was you know what i'm saying it's mm-hmm. a soundtrack so exactly so yeah that's why i said like i mean you know it is what it is but yeah man let's go ahead and move on to some uh some some news uh yeah i feel like what you okay so we're drinking kanye right so first of all i think i think we, you got it first of all shout out drink champs you know 
Uh, shout out Nori. Uh, DJ, I forget. DJ, I forgot the FNN. Something, yeah. EFN. EFN. EFN, right. Uh, Kanye was on that joint, um, you know, in which he was kind of giving some flowers. He, he Drake, he didn't go at Drake, like, you know, uh, you watched the interview, you know, it was a lot of, you know, things that were said and whatnot, but, you know. Yeah. Um, I watched both. <laughs> I didn't watch both, but anyhow, fast forward, you know. Yay, you know what I'm saying? I'm a fan yeah. of um, fast so, forward, you you get this Jay Prince po- this uh post about a week ago, right? With uh, you know Jay Prince and Yay looks kind of weird a little bit because Yay kind of very his, weird, yeah. Reading from his phone saying, you know, uh, we want, I want to do a truce with Drake, you know what I'm saying? We we need to do a concert, you know, and the, it's gonna be based upon you know freeing Hoover, right? Freeing yeah. Larry Hoover, which you know? happens after the drink champs because that exactly. happened in between parts one and two. Yes, you know what I'm saying. So it um, happened that that recording happened after mm-hmm. the interview. But you know what I'm saying? Let me preface this by saying as you know, as I get older, you know, I care less about, you know, what other people are doing. You know exactly. Saying? Yeah. But I am involved in culture, you know what I'm saying? And I think I'm saying, I'm prefacing this with, I care less what other people are doing because I think that their beef in the beginning was just ridiculous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what y'all, like, this is more of a squabble than an all out beef. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all has some internal issues with each other, but that type of stuff don't necessarily need to be aired out. Mm-hmm. on records like yeah. like y'all doing you know what i'm saying um i'm not surprised that they that they link back up i'm not surprised like drake definitely you know this is drake's the ball is in drake's court you know yeah. what i'm saying this is like bro i'm not checking for you yay like you wilder yay be wilder mm-hmm. yay be wilder he was wilding on drink chaps yeah. you know what i'm saying knowing that he going to see some of the people that he dogged <laughs> very soon or had just seen them. That was you know wild, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but that's what Ye does. Like, you know what I'm saying? You might have a homie like that, that be acting like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, I think it's positive, but, you know, and I mean, it's funny because it's, it's like, it feels shout out to shout out to Q man. Q Dizzy uh, for Sheezy Widow Peak uh Widow yeah, Peak Band. Wise guys, man. He yeah. said that he thought it was orchestrated from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Now I thought that I and I still think that at the time they were upset with each other. Yeah. They were upset with each other at the time, but I'm not surprised that they got it together though. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm not surprised by that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not surprised by that. I mean, it's like, okay, cool. What, what they going to do a project? There are billboards right now in L.A. Um, with the owl and the good music symbol. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Calabasas is the new Abu Dhabi. Um Whatever they about to do, uh, maybe they about to do something together. I don't know. Uh, maybe I, I hope I'm gonna be real though. If this is all for a concert for Larry Hoover, 
I don't, I wouldn't, I don't think that that's, I don't think they should do that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I, that's no disrespect to the GDs. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Shout out to the GDs. Right. Shout out to the GDs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shout out Larry Hoover. Yeah. Um, Larry Hoover Jr. Yeah. Larry Hoover Jr. Um, and, but, um, I don't know, man. I feel like if they going to do it, I feel like it should be on more or less on their own accord and they should do their own thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I guess that's a good cause. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm lost in the sauce, man. I don't I'm know. definitely lost in the sauce. Like I, I like I said, I, I obviously, obviously, I was born on the West side of Chicago. I was raised, you know, majority of my, between, I think I moved to Maywood when I was nine, 10, something like that. Fifth grade on, I went to, I'm, 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 I was in Maywood. So I'm familiar with, you know, GDs. I'm familiar with who Larry Hoover is, but I, I need to, you know, I don't, I don't know My enough. My best of, friends are GDs. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm, exactly. So, I mean, but um, should they be the people that's pushing? What can, can they do anything about? Because Kanye is very passionate about, yeah. He thinks again. He thinks that he's Hoover in a, in a different dimension. All this other stuff he be saying, whatever, whatever, whatever. He feel like he can because of his his influence. He he feels because of his influence, he's gonna get Larry Hoover free. Yeah. But Larry Hoover has some very strong, uh, deep crime roots. You know. Yeah, that's what like, I'm. You know, after like the thing about it is, even after he was locked up arrested and all of that on you know saying first of all he was put in jail on multiple life sentences because of a murder you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying but then he was still like operating the gds from inside the jail and then they booked him on that and it's like bro what you doing yeah and so surely by now He's changed his ways, mm-hmm. but you know, that got the people, they that got the, the legal system upset. Like the people that's in power, that's like, man. Yeah, that's why I just here. don't he could be yeah. here. He good. And I I don't know if that's gonna change. You know, yeah, I'm just I'm yeah, I'm, I'm a little if like he I gets st- out, I I would be if he gets out on the back of Drake and Kanye doing that's- a performance. I'd be surprised, actually. I would be surprised. I would be surprised. And and I will eat my words and I'll say, wow, I was wrong. But I don't see that happening. Off He'd have to get a pardon. He'd have to get... And Drake he... yeah. doing a performance. He'd have to get pardoned at the highest level, right? Trigger warning, trigger level. warning, trigger warning. If it was anybody who could have did it, it would have been gay when he was tight with Trump. If Trump could have... Trigger warning. If when Ye was... Out here talking this Trump shit, maybe Trump would have did it if Ye was still pushing Trump, right? I don't, I don't know, but maybe. Anyhow, that was a long rant about that. <laughs> um, hey man, but it's all relevant. It's what's going it on is, yeah. now. It's, it's current right now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, no. I mean, they are the two biggest stars. Listen, I, I really hope they that whatever. Are. I hope that they. This is gonna sound crazy. I hope that their situation was real and they have really worked on it. And now they are trying to do whatever they're trying to do by coming together because they are the two biggest artists um, right now. 
Uh, yeah, so we'll see what happens, man. Now, I'm going to just say this, though. Like, Kanye has nothing to lose. You know what I'm saying? He's the one, in my opinion, and this is just an outsider looking in and looking at the game and looking mm-hmm. at hmm, their personalities. Kanye don't have nothing to lose. Drake is like, man, I'm about to let you in again. Like, they been back and forth. You know what I'm saying? If I'm If right. I was Drake... I'm surprised he said, all right, Bruh. to be honest, because it's like, bro, you be wilding, G. Well, you be wilding. two theories, right? Like I said, either Jay and Jay Prince is, you know, I mean, he had a book about the art of respect. You know, he's a very well respected. Mm. I mean, he, he has his hands in so many things. He is obviously a master negotiator, yeah. right? Yeah. So there's that. Jay Prince really did push the button or it is all just a bunch of crap, you know? So I I think what I'm saying is I think that if it's real, Jay, Jay Prince really did have a I heavy imprint on this. For sure. Yeah. For sure. But yeah. also, I think that Jay Prince, I think Kanye might have been trying to get Adam and he and Drake wasn't going. Mm-hmm. And Jay Prince was like, bro, he's trying to holler at you. And and then Drake was like, all right, if you all right, big homie. Kanye's a wild card though. It's such a. I'm I'm gonna see what he's talking about. It's such a wild thing though, man. I don't see Drake going, G. Yeah, Drake is sensitive like that. He ain't, but rightfully so in this situation. And he's calculated as well. I wouldn't want to mess with Kanye either. You doing too much funny stuff, G. He calculated. He's a very well, you know. He. He's Jewish, you know. That was racist. Sorry, people. All right, Uh, half Jewish, whatever. Move on to some sad news, man. Uh, you know, um, today is November 17th. Correct. Uh, earlier today, earlier today, the me- media moves fast, man. Mm-hmm. Earlier today, young Dolph was hunted down, murdered in a cookie shop, in a buttered cookie shop, Makita, Makita's. Butter cookies, I believe it was called. Yeah. Now, when I first heard this, when Sparks told us about this, I thought it was the weed cookies, the cookie spot, cookies, you know what I'm saying? The brand, like at one of those stores. Yeah. And come to find out it was an actual cookie shop. Yeah. Uh Go ahead, bro. Okay. First of all, I mean, uh, I, I just cracked open another beer. Uh, this is Space Station Middle Finger. This is a Midwest classic here from uh, Three Floyds. Uh, this joint is coming in at, I think it's seven something. Sorry, Three Floyds. Uh, I'm pretty sure this is like seven point something. But classic Midwest joint. Uh, if you are familiar with Three Floyds, you know this Space Station Middle Finger. You know about Alpha King. You know about Gumball Head so on and so forth right so originally i didn't want to approach this topic right i uh, just wanted to do my condolences uh you know r.i.p and whatnot because in the chat me you and danny we was talking about some other things regarding just music in general and hip-hop and this relationship that we have with music that comes from certain artists that is obviously respective to their lives and whatnot but as you know, 
violent, right? Super violent music. Yeah. Um, think back in blood, right? Back in blood, you know, songs yeah. like that, that, you know, we rock out to, Hey, you know, man, that's my, I got that's on my gym playlist, you know, but, you know, we listen to the, con- if you, you know, stepping back and being objective, you listen to the content, that song, you know, that's a super aggressive call to violence. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We out here, you kill mine, I kill yours, so on and so forth type song. Yeah. And when stuff like what happened with Young Dolph, you know, happened today, what happened with him, when that kind of thing happens, it just sometimes makes me feel weird with our some of, our, some of the music we listen to. And I'm not about to go on no preachy ass, you know, I'm just trying to be open and honest and as authentic as I can be regarding, you know, these terrible situations because what happened with young Dolph is not the first time if I'm correct. And this is only from the standpoint of him being famous. This is like the third time, you know, he had, he spent 600 grand, I think on an armored, you know, vehicle. Yeah. I think he, somebody tried him once in Memphis before he got tried in Hollywood. I believe one of those situations where he actually got hit and had to get surgery. And now unfortunately something happened again in his own state own city and he's no longer here, right? Um, somebody in the chat, it was either our, me, me, you, and Danny's, or somebody else's, or my other homies, you know, was talking about the song 100 Shots, you know? Oh, yeah, like, Danny, Danny mentioned that one. Like, I don't know, man. It feel, it just, you know. It hit different, but see, it's like, man, we like that song, right? But it hit different after the person is murdered you know what i'm saying this is my thing man mm-hmm. you hear a lot about you know and it's mainly rappers that say uh this is entertainment mm. this is similar to like a scorsese film you no. know what I'm saying goodfellas you know this is like godfather the sopranos or john wick you know what i'm saying the difference, and, and, I, and I used to subscribe to that. You know what I'm saying? I used to subscribe mm-hmm. to that. Like, yeah, it's entertainment. Me as well. Because I yeah. listen to it too. Yeah. I, I like uh, uh, Get It In Blood. What's the joint called? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Pooh joint. Yeah. But I like the joint. Um, but the thing with movies is that th- those people are actors. They are playing a role. They will get out of those clothes and they will go home to their lives, their wife and kids or whatever their situation is and their million dollar home because they got paid to play that role. Mm, that's important. Yeah. Go ahead. Keep going. But these rappers, they they say in interviews, this is entertainment, right? But it's perceived that this is their real life. This is their real life. And many of them come from this real life. I was just listening to uh, 2 Chainz. Um, uh, Statue of Limitations statute of limitations 
um, where he was saying how, man, this stuff happened. I could probably rap about this stuff by now. And he was talking about how he used to serve all these rappers, naming them by names, because it's a statute of limitations, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I can name these names of people that I used to serve while I've been in the rap game. You know what I'm saying? So they still live in this life. You know what I'm saying? This is their real life. A lot of these people really done some of the things that they be rapping about. Right. You know what I'm saying? They really done it. It's entertaining, but it's real. You know what I'm saying? This is not like a game. This mm-hmm. this is not a this is not a, a movie. This is not a show. This is real life. You know what I'm saying? But you got people that's not uh, from this cloth at all that's dancing to it like us and singing about it and glorifying it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the thing that kills me is, like, this man is dead and gone. Oh. Others that have been murdered in the past are dead and gone. And we put up a tweet, put up an emoji, and we on to the next. Because we desensitized to the the culture is what this gee, is somebody, like I said in the chat, is somebody right now that was in the booth talking about finding they ops, shooting them up. And and somebody outside the booth was like, yo, young Dolph just died. Got shot up. What? That's crazy, bruh. That's crazy, man. Moment of silence for Dolph, bro. That's my man, bruh. Hey, yo, engineer, run that back, man. Let me drop these bars real quick. I'm about to air out the spot. I'm about to shoot up. What we doing, G? Mm. Now I might be a now I might be sound I might sound like an old man right now, you know what I'm saying? Because when I was younger, I used to feel like you I, I'd be listening to three six and all of that, you know what I'm saying? Like man, how can somebody of a of a intelligent mind, you know, this must be to just go out and do the things that they saying in these songs. You know what I'm saying? I listen to these. I, I've been listening to rap for a long time and mm-hmm. I ain't never felt the need to go pick up a gun and keep it on me when I walk around and shoot somebody. You know what I'm saying? Or just keep it on me at all because I'm listening to this type of music. You know what I'm saying? But there are people. I got a homie. That is well, that's like four. I'm going to say he, he, he in his 40s. He in his 40s. He said he started drinking lean because he was listening to so much future. Mm -hmm. That's not a child. Mm -hmm. That's a grown person. You know what I'm saying? Now, woke, woke culture would say, that's what these record labels are doing. That's the plan from the beginning. That's that's what they trying to do. They trying to kill us off. We doing it to each other. But 
man, forget all that. What you doing, man? You okay? So you okay? So you telling me that? So now what? So now what? What you what you doing about it though? You know mm. what I'm saying? At the same time, what I'm doing about it? Mm. I'm about to get off this joint, and I'm about to put on Maxo Cream G. Mm. In real life, but now Maxo Cream last album. He got that in there, but it's very self-reflective. Mm-hmm. But I now, but now I'm trying to, I'm trying to like, you know, what I'm saying vindicate myself now. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But my point is, you know, what I'm saying to not to sound cliche, but when will it stop, G? When we gonna decide? You know, what I'm saying as a culture. You know what I'm saying? It's one thing to live that life and, and you know, live in it, be in it, do the things that come with it. But then when you get on record, you know what I'm saying? You, you talk about it. The same rappers that talk about these same things are on social media right now saying, dang, Dolph. Mm. What? That's what I'm saying. So it's, 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 a, it's a, which is why I, I didn't want to approach it because I didn't, if I did talk about it, you know, obviously I just wanted to do my condolences because I mean, the reality is that we, is Dolph was, was dope. Gonna stop, G. Yeah. It, well, and just to give, you know, Dolph really did have a place within the culture. He was of the, uh, you know, uh, I, I think about Young Jeezy in, in, in 2005, Thug Motivation, that Southern rapper that would, you know, be from the streets and whatnot, but talk about, you know, coming up from the mud and hustling and grinding. And like that was, that was, Dolph was of, uh, Dolph was of that ilk, you know. We actually ripped, I think we reviewed two albums. I know we did Thinking Out Loud, yeah. which I which was yeah. dope to me. And it's another joint that we did. Um, but situations like this just make, you know, like you you asked, you know, am I hip? You I think you asked, you said, gee, am I hypocritical? You, I forget, I wish I had the question you asked, but it was a very good question. It was like um I had Am I a hip? Yeah, man. It was a good question, which I, I think we can posit to and people are gonna take this how they want to take it, right? Am I, I think a hypocrite? To- am I a hypocrite because I listen to shoot 'em up rap and then feel like this shooting is wrong? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's is I listen to I listen to Dolph. I listen yeah. to his music, and he talk about things like what happened to him. Yeah, it's crazy, right? In his music. Yeah. Doing it to other people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or reflecting on his own unfortunate situations that or had already happened. reflecting on his happened, own you know? situation when his he own. was shot up. Yeah. And it's like, this don't feel eerie to nobody. Yeah, man. man. Nobody? You know what I'm saying? Like, the thing is, we're going to be like, dang. And then go turn up to something. Here's the important piece that I think. I think what we have to stop doing. This okay. This is what I think is important, right? We we when people critique rap, right? People it's like that's I, I made up a point about mm. right wing conservatives, right? 
when we are critiqued, we have to think of a better way to reply to people to let them know that, yes, this is harmful, but people live like this in this people's lives. We have to think of a better way to approach the whole this is art and entertainment because it's obviously not just that. That can't be our reply when people try to critique us. We can't just try to live with that and then see situations like this and say, dang, because it seems to be painfully obvious that it's not just um, Keanu Reeves right now, Tom Cruise, they're all good right now, wherever they are, right? Mm -hmm. And they have played in so many action films, right? Mm -hmm. Because like you said, the camera stops, right? That's entertainment. Mm -hmm. What these guys come from and what they rap about isn't just purely entertainment. They're talking about real situations that can still presently affect them as we see so many times over and over again. So I don't know, man, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm a couple years from 40 and I'm just, I've, 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 I'm, as I get older, you know, I reflect a little bit more and I think a little different. Maybe I'm, I don't know. So, cause I, I would kick that entertainment. I would, I would use that entertainment reply to anybody who ever tried to ever try to challenge me over the violent content within rap. Facts. But it's like, hmm. Facts, G. That's what I'm saying, G. I've used the same argument. Man, it's entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Like, Rick Ross has talked about using that argument in court. This is entertainment, sir. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? This is entertainment. But, you know, you hear rap, you hear... um, you hear uh, rappers talk about the hip hop police being real. And I, yes, they're real. Are yes, they a part of the entertainment industry real as life, well? They gonna, they gonna scour yeah. the lyrics to see what you talking about because it's your real life. This, yeah. They not stupid, G. This is, this is real life. This is yeah. real life. You know what I'm saying? Man. It's tragic what happened to Dolph, man. It really is. He got kids. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he talked about what he talked about. Yeah. And it got him rich and famous. And so other people will do the very same thing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, when I heard the news, I was shocked. G. I couldn't believe it. What? Get off? <laughs> what? Man, that's crazy, G. And we gonna? I mean, it's, 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 it feels like the culture will be so desensitized to it that we gonna keep promoting this type of music for one. And you mentioned how, like, when writers write about this music, and you talk and you spoke about it, like it was they, like these people would be non-black. But the thing is, what are the black writers saying about it? They gonna say the same thing too. Mm-hmm. He gives this scathing tale of life in the life in the trenches of 
You know, I read I read something about Polo G. You know what I'm saying? You know, this song gives a scathing tale of life in the trenches of Chicago and how this and that. And it's, and it's like, man, I remember when I listened to crazy rap. And I felt different when Keith, Chief Keith first dropped. I've said this on the show. Like, man, this feels this too much to me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? This is a little too much. But that's probably it's other rappers that be like Chief Keith. Mm-hmm. Like he from my city. And it feels different because I know what's going on. Right. You know what I'm saying? So this feel different. I've I've been on the blocks that he from. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this joint weird. This humanity is weird. Very weird. And that's I think that's the we want. I don't even know what to say. Yeah. No I think that I we really just solution. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just putting thoughts out there. Yeah. I had no solution. Yeah. I'm just putting thoughts out there. You could say, man, it's the record label fault. Man, Dolph was independent. His label was his own. Or like people, you know what I'm saying? Or his his people, you yeah. know what I'm saying? He wasn't on no major label. I think he was on M- I think he was on Empire, but Empire, Empire. is like they but those he is owned his own master. Like, yeah, yeah. Not, it's not like a major, it's not like Def Jam. It's not like right. no major yeah. label. Yeah. No Universal or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? No Vivendi. You know what I'm saying? This is like grassroots label. Exactly, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You could get the message out however you want, but it's like, and people gonna buy into it. You know what I'm saying? Future don't even, Future has said on camera that he don't do lean no more. He don't be doing that, but it's gonna One be minute. drug rap forever. Yeah. So I'm gonna talk about it. While people are deciding to drink lean based on what he talking about. Weird as fuck. Humanity, G. What we gonna do? I don't know. To quote OT, we're all gonna die, G. <laughs> yeah, man. I really hate saying that. Yeah. But I mean, I guess to look to to wrap it up, man, you know. Um, Young Dolph was important to the culture, especially the culture of Memphis, man. I went to Memphis is a beautiful city. I, I really was thinking about going and I'm, I'm probably still do. I, I want to go back every year. I had such a good time with my family in Memphis this year. We did the Bill Street eating and I went to a couple of breweries. It was a good time. He was important to that culture. He was important to Southern rap. He was important to hip hop in general. And unfortunately, he's no longer with us. So condolences to him. Uh, rest in peace to him and you know thoughts go out to his children his whole family and the whole community you know so yeah beers and bars beers and bars man see y'all next time